One, um, what is your thought and who may play or the numbers may play? And are you at a healthier place where you're not forced to play guys that are young? Our, our program's in a healthier place. There, However, there still could be up to 10, I would say, first years that play. And that's based on how strong our first year class is. I really like this first year class from top to bottom. The depth they're adding, the athleticism, the physicality. We, we did a nice job in the selection process of this class. They're all performing well. That doesn't mean in the opener you'll see an abundance of first years, but I would say before the season, um, I wouldn't be surprised for it to be double digits. So far in camp, what, what have been your main takeaways from, from the running game? It's a work in progress. Um, the most consistent running back and most productive running back and most trustworthy back and the most versatile to this point is Wayne uh, Taulapapa. I've been really impressed with him. He just keeps getting better and better and better. Each time Mike Hollins, our first year, touches the ball, he becomes more confident, more physical, and um, more impressive. Um, R.J. Harvey uh, at quarterback, as well as any other way he can touch the ball. He's a dynamic um, uh, player in space. Dontavian Wicks, as a first-year wide receiver, I'm kind of blending the two questions together, is very dynamic. Our grad transfers, I like it wide out, and there's a lot to be positive about right now. You've mentioned Hollins a few times. What, what are the difficulties special to a running back to play as a freshman? Are there any? Yeah, ball security is the main thing. So the speed, the violence, the physicality of the game and, and what those hits feel like in securing the ball, it's hard to replicate in practice with the same volume that you see in the game. So primarily it's the just securing the football. Bronco, your first three seasons here, you opened with an FCS opponent. This year obviously not, next year clearly not. But in listening to you now, it sounds like you believe this program and your your squad through preseason is ready for that opening challenge of, of an FBS. We, we have to be. Um, it's year four of the program. It is a different and much more significant challenge. An ACC opponent makes it even more so. The urgency is increased, uh, but it is our fourth year. We have returning players and a returning quarterback. That doesn't guarantee success. Um, but if there were to be an ACC opponent on the road um, as an opener, um, I'm glad it's year four rather than three, two, or one. In terms of the offensive line, that's obviously been a big focus for you. You mentioned it after that first practice. But what have you seen from your linemen so far in camp? Um, I would say step-by-step step progress, not as fast as I would like, not as furious as I would like, not as polished as I would like, but I do see progress. Um, there's been a few players beat, uh, with nicks and bumps and bruises which always affects continuity. Um, that should be back in place by Friday, um, which is yeah just in time for game week, which I'm excited about that. When you look at uh, Blunt and Nelson and the two positions, Sabre and Free, what makes one a, a fit for the other? As a, or, or are they interchangeable, or is there a reason they are where they are? No, there's a reason they are where they are. Uh, one position is more man coverage oriented. The other is more communi communicative and tackling. And so uh, while they are, they could be interchangeable. 
then you'd have to add on, okay, now what parts are not interchangeable or we'd have to make exception for and what you called and the man coverage and the tackling and communication is kind of what distinguishes the two spots. What kind of a better invoice is Chris Sharp? It's, it's not necessarily a voice, it's a presence. Um, he just is committed to everything that we do as a program and he loves how we do it. And it's just steady where he's always doing what he's supposed to do. And when you have older players um, like that, um, that are just no nonsense and matter of fact about how we do things and they're not afraid to tell others how we do things or show them. And in his case, it's more showing. That's a nice partnership to have as a head coach. Coach, uh, Reed Kellen chose his number first. Uh, what was it about him that, that, that made that gave him a lot? Yeah, I'm not sure. You'll have to, I mean, I know what I think, but again, the players choose. Um, the the players and the, the strength coaches have a nickname for Reed. They call him One Speed Reed. Um, and he just he just always is trying as hard as he can try and it's it's and it's not just one dimensional in his life he's exemplary in every way and if you're saying what kind of future and and it's a privilege to be around him every day and again he he is a walk-on player and to get the distinction from a team to be the first selection um that's pretty remarkable and it speaks volumes to him and he was touched in a way that um, I think it will impact his life forever. You've in, terms made, the, in terms of the return game, uh, who outside of Joe Reed has been kind of the tops of the, of the, of the chain in terms of kickoff returns and punt returns? Kickoff return is Joe Reed. Um, no one is close. And punt returns, um, similar to a year ago with Billy Kemp um, and Chuck Davis, but also Dijon uh, Brissett um, from Richmond is a punt returner. And we're training uh, Terrell Jana also. and. Did I already say Joe Reed? Joe Reed is possibly a punt returner as well to get a few more touches. So we're we're still in the um, design phase there. You made the transition in this program of letting your assistants call the defense. And um, is there any change in that operation? And, and what have you? Has there been an evolution or a development there? Yeah, uh, there's no change. Um, it just again, my my time is is uh, really now spread between advising the offense, advising the defense, advising the special teams, and much more involved in the selection of players. And so it, um, there's, there's head coaching slash general manager slash just emphasis and a broader perspective with probably a wider reach and more depth than what there's been. And I think that's gonna accelerate our program as Nick and the defensive staff have proven to be capable and ready to, to take that part. Now, 10 or 11 days out, how much do you think you have a grasp on you're comfortable with versus you're still trying to figure out with this team? I, you know, I've never known. Um, so I share a principle with our team, you never know till you play. So we scrimmage a lot. That always tells us something we didn't know prior to the scrimmage, and that will be the same case for the game. Um, how, however, um, I like the experience. I like the mindset. I liked our practice today. I like the direction, and I'm optimistic. So... Uh, I think we're on track for uh, uh, an opening game this many days out. I know you addressed it before the first practice, the expectations, you know, the predictions and all that stuff. Have you seen anything from the team that indicates that um, there is any difference in the way they approach it? I've, I've seen nothing, and, and uh, I look closely, so I've seen nothing. And, and I anticipate it staying that way. Is Briggs still running with the first unit? Yes. And what, what has impressed you about him? Man, he's strong, and he's quick, and he's grounded, and he's assignment sound, and he listens well, and he's an unselfish player. 
And did I say he's big and he's strong? <laughs> yeah. Coach, has Dubois was someone who had a really consistent year last year, it seemed like. But I think you mentioned in one of these little <laughs> scrums that he has elevated his game. What, what are you seeing from him? Contested catches. So, in fact, I made a point in our team meeting today. There, there's players hanging all over him daily, and he just keeps coming down with the ball. So he's, he was consistent a year ago. He's to the, a similar level of consistency now with contested catches. And that's hard to do, and that's where he's taking the biggest jump. Is he more of a deep threat than he's shown? He's, um, it's interesting because he's not someone that's frequently behind the defender. Um, but he uses his body so well with those contested catches, it's kind of like a great rebounder. Um, and some of the great rebounders don't have the greatest vertical. They, they're just kind of uncanny how they box out and use their body. And I would say he's like that. Coach, I apologize if you already addressed this, but with the bread and injury and the lack of experience there, how much of a concern is that number two corner spot now? Um, not much. We have, uh, we have options that I really like. Um, but man, it was hard to see uh, Darius Bratton go down. Um, Nathaniel Beal went down early in camp, so both ACLs were non-contact and on grass. And it just was, how does that happen? And in Brat's case, it just, he'd worked so hard to come back and was just poised to have an amazing season. And so, yeah, that stung, so it's hard for me not to say it'll be a huge loss. Um, we, we have depth at that position, so that's the best way I can answer that. Hey, I'm going to bring Coach up in about two minutes because we've got players coming and he's talking to you within a week. Anyway. Yeah, he's going to break us up. <laughs> <laughs>